This is Steve Tortorello, promoter of Warrior Wrestling, and you are drinking with Mo. All right, everybody, welcome to Drinking at Moe's. I am excited once again to have Steve, the promoter of Warrior Wrestling, with me, hyping up the big Warrior 26 show coming up. How are you doing? I am great, Mo, and I'm excited to back, uh, be back here with you and your viewers and listeners and talking wrestling, the thing that we all love to do. Oh, yeah. And one thing that I was going to start off with is... One of the things I enjoy a lot about Warrior Wrestling is each show, there seems to be some people that maybe I'm not as familiar with as others, but the way I look at it is I'm getting to learn about some new people, get my eyes on them, and more often than not, I've been impressed and we got what looks like a pretty solid tag team match going on. Yeah. Uh, you know, this, as you said, you know, our goal is often to do a combination of things. Obviously, we want to bring in talent that the, the fans have heard of and are excited to see, right? They want to see Eddie Kingston in person. They want to see Max Caster in person. Uh, but we also want to introduce you to people that you haven't heard of yet. So that yeah. uh, maybe if they're on the next show, you come back and get to see them again. Or if you hear that they're on a show nearby to you, you go out of your way to see them. And as you mentioned, uh, we're doing that with this tag match. We've got Technical Difficulties, who comes to us from St. Louis, out of the mm-hmm. Davey Richards, Richards Team Ambition Dojo. And then we've got Slime Season, who's coming up from New Orleans. So for Chicago mm-hmm. fans, folks you probably haven't seen before, and each of yeah. them has something special or unique in their look and the way they work and the way they approach tag team wrestling so much so that we said we like these guys we want to give each of these teams a shot to see what they can do and so the sky is the limit they have the opportunity we'll see if they seize it oh yeah you know me being the fan of tag team wrestling that i am seeing two teams that you know not as familiar with but hey I'm always excited to see new people that I'm not familiar with, like I mentioned. And you, one, you brought up another match going on that I, for one, am really excited because you brought up Eddie Kingston, one of my personal favorites right now, going up against a damn, the, the intensity of these guys matches up amazingly. Eddie Kingston and Warhorse. Yes. And I don't know if you've had the chance to see the promo that Warhorse just did and put out on Twitter and Instagram, mm. but that level of intensity comes through. And as, as Warhorse mentions, you know, these two guys were both uh, in the summer of 2020 given a shot in AEW, and Eddie Kingston ended up uh, signing, and Warhorse did not. Each of them were, were revered across the country in independent wrestling. And now Eddie is revered on a national stage as well. And you can tell that that gnaws at Warhorse. And and they are, even if they didn't have that background, they are both such badasses. You know, mm-hmm. Warhorse is 4,000 pounds of heavy metal. Eddie Kingston is a fist with a face. And um, this is just going to be, you know, to use an old JR term, a slobber knocker. This oh. is going to be two dudes just forearms and elbows and back fists and Mm. this is going to be a fight oh man that could not have put it any better you know from the slobber knocker if there was a dictionary definition of it this match would be right in there yeah Um, 
you know, Eddie Kingston, he's just known for that. Heck, I have the dang shirt. You know, some of his little quips and just the no BS attitude. Yep. When especially that feud that he had with uh, Miro, where hell they oh made the shirt re- redeem these nuts. I I have that shirt somewhere here. Yeah. And everybody throughout the Midwest knows about Warhorse. Yeah. And, and, and across the country, really. I mean, Warhorse, oh, yeah. like Danhausen, um, he's the other one I had compare him to. In, in 2020, 2021, Warhorse got his name out there during the pandemic, and people mm. know him from Twitter and Instagram and TikTok. And uh, like you said, Midwest fans know him from his great work in the ring. Um, this is just going to be a fun fight. Oh, man. I for, If I had to pick one single match that I'm excited about, I mean, there's a lot to be excited about on this card, but this one would have to be like right high up on the list for me. I got to say a lot Um, of people are pumped for it. Oh yeah. I can, I can imagine next mash. I was going to talk about kind of some holding over from the last show with EC3 and Jordan cross for those. And for those that watched, that last show there was a little confrontation there that it's going to be kind of interesting to see how this plays out yeah we had the surprise debut unannounced of ec3 when he cut off jordan cross after jordan uh, was lucky to beat sam beal and that has led to this match so jordan has been on a bunch of pre-show matches for warrior he got murdered by uh, robert ego anthony and frank the clown in fall of 20 uh, leading up to the big fight they had with Joey Janela. And uh, Jordan has been working really hard to try to get a big break at Warrior. And we gave it to him last week or last show. And he was luckily able to pull off that big win against Sam Beal. And so now the question is, all right, the, the you know, no offense to Sam, Sam's great, but EC3 is on another level as far as being an impact guy, a ring of honor guy, a mm-hmm. WWE guy, NXT guy. And so Jordan might have a, a pretty tall order in front of him here. So the question is, can this plucky kid from Wisconsin uh, hold his own against a veteran with a mean streak and a mouth? Oh, yeah. EC3, like you said, he's known as quite a quite a good talker, but a guy that can back it up for mm-hmm. sure. And it's going to be interesting because I remember being a little surprised, as you mentioned, he was a bit of a surprise uh, person there. I'm like, I remember watching. I'm like, oh, damn. Yep. Did not know he was going to be there. <laughs> Nobody did. Not even on the Warrior crew. I had people coming up to me afterwards that were like, you didn't tell me EC3 was coming. So we, we kept it as a, a surprise for everybody. Hey, and you know what? There's certain announcers that have come out and said that, you know what? They almost prefer it a lot when there are those moments that, you know, they're billed as a surprise and they don't even know. Because mm-hmm. then when you get the commentary's reaction, their reaction is a genuine surprise. 
Yeah. Well, it, 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 like you said, the, the word genuine you just used is perfect. You don't want anything in a, a wrestling show, whether you're watching it on streaming or you're there in person, you don't want it to feel too contrived. I know that sounds silly with it being wrestling, but you want mm -hmm. it to feel natural. You want it to, you want to be caught off guard and you want the announcers to be caught off guard. And, and sometimes, you know, the, the, um, the other talent to be caught off guard, it, it, it adds to the atmosphere of anything can happen. Oh yeah. And dog acting no, no worries. crazy right now. But, you know, we brought up announcers before we get on to the next card. I didn't know that uh, coming up before um, putting my notes together that, one, you got Matthew Rainwall coming in from Impact. Yep. And I've actually got an interview scheduled with Val Capone next month. So Sweet. That's going to be, I'm excited about that one, but, you know, pretty, you know, Val Capone been doing commentary and stuff for you guys. And, you know, you bring in a guy that, you know, national scale been doing commentary, you know, pretty solid commentary team there. Yeah, we're excited. So uh, a lot of our normal guys, uh, our announcers had prior commitments, guys and gals. So uh, Rick, Rich Bocchini and Joe Dombrowski and Veda Scott uh, all had commitments with other shows. And we've been a big fan of Matt's work for a while. We've actually talked to him potentially a few shows back about coming in and being involved in, in a few different ways. And so uh, when it, the spot opened up to sit uh, down alongside Val in the booth, we thought, let's tag in Matt. He's a local Chicago guy. As you said, he's one of the voices of Impact Wrestling. Uh, he had a great wrestling career in the ring mm -hmm. as well. He knows it incredibly well. And so, um, yeah, we were excited about uh, what he brings to the table. Oh, yeah. He, he said it. He has had quite the career, both in the ring and behind the mic. I mean, hell, not anything against Miro or as he was known as Rusev at the time, mm -hmm. but hell, every time you think of Rusev Day, you think of Matthew Rainwall and the way he delivered it on the on the microphone in the ring there and just a solid career both in and out of the ring yeah yeah just a great guy to have around and a great knowledge a, a great uh wealth of knowledge for all the talent in the back right so if you're a wrestler oh, yeah. on the show how cool is it to have somebody like him in the locker room before the show to learn from and to talk to and, and to glean that knowledge from Oh, totally. Next one, we have a women's match, Kylan King versus Tootie Lynn. Yes. I got some pretty good watching done of Tootie Lynn when I was down there for the St. Louis show. She had a pretty solid match there against uh, Deanna Perrazzo. And, you know, just the nicest person talking when I was at the fan fest and after and proven to be another solid match that she's going to have here, at least on paper against Kylan King. Yeah. I, I think Tootie's got something special. And I think our audience feels that Tootie has something special. She's got a special energy, a special connection, a special look, a special spunk. And um, we're happy to bring her, you know, she's, she's been on a pre-show in Chicago, but she's only been on the main card in St. Louis and Grand Rapids. And we're happy to bring her home to the mothership, so to speak, and give her a shot on this card. You know, we, 
pride ourselves not just on featuring some of the best uh, female wrestlers uh, in building long-term stories and long-term feuds, but also in, in bringing new folks to our audience. So if you're a Warrior fan in Chicago, you've never seen Tootie Lynn on a main card, and no Warrior fans have ever seen Kylan King on a Warrior show. So uh, we're really excited for this matchup, and we're really excited again to, to give an opportunity. Again, like we talked about earlier, you've got your Eddie Kingston's and John Morrison's, but maybe you walk away as a big fan of Kylan King or Tootie Lynn, and that's what we're hoping for. Oh, yeah. And I can I can vouch for Tootie Lynn, at least for the time St. Louis and the other matches of hers I've been able to watch since then. I have a feeling this match is going to be another solid women's match for Warrior Wrestling. That is for sure. I think so as well. Um, next one, I kind of mentioned on Twitter that these two are going to be looking to have a bit of a rebound of sorts because they both in different matches this last weekend, as of the recording of this, were both at a pro wrestling revolver in matches where they both ended up on the losing end, but solid matches nonetheless. Speedball Mike Bailey and Zachary Wentz of the Rascals. Yes. Yes. I mean, this is a match between two guys who have had a hell of a 2022 uh, speedball since getting his visa back in January and just absolutely tearing it up in every town in America. Zach since getting freed from WWE and coming back to the indie scene and going crazy. Um, they are just two of the most naturally talented and hardest working and most creative guys in wrestling. And this is, this is the kind of match that the warrior team puts together just so we can enjoy it. And even if the, the audience didn't like it, which they're going to, we would like it. I mean, it's just going to be the, the perfect epitome of great wrestling in 2022. Oh, yeah. And the, the styles they have, they might not be the exact same, but they definitely mesh together. The speed, the agility. I feel it's going to make for a pretty good match. I think it's going to make for a great match. I think oh. this is one people will be talking about. Oh, yeah. No, I would not doubt that one bit. I have had the pleasure of getting to meet both of these guys and some they've like you said one hell of a 2022 for both yeah well we will go on to another one i'm excited about because even if it's just to see max caster rip in the frank the clown <laughs> Max Caster and Grayson that I, you know, Max Caster known for his, you know, his raps on the way to the ring and, oh man, <laughs> you know, I love giving Frank the Clown shit, but I'm looking forward to, I can just see, you know, the, what Max Caster is going to have in store for the both of them. Yeah, absolutely. And, and like you said, you know, this, this is kind of the best of both worlds, right? So you've got the obnoxious over the top personality of Frank the Clown and Max gets to play off of that and hopefully destroy Frank the Clown and his rap. 
And then you have a legitimately phenomenal in-ring talent in Storm Grayson. Mm. And Max gets to be challenged by this great wrestler between the ropes. So it, it, we really think this is the best of both worlds. You get Max playing off of Frank and then Max having to face Storm. Um, we think it's going to make for some great wrestling live or on the stream. Oh, yeah. And the way to the way I'm looking at this is, you know, Max Caster is not going to be any uh, slouch for storm grayson to kind of overlook because i mean you just look at the match that they had last night with ftr you know the max caster can go right along with it and i have a feeling this one's gonna be pretty damn good I think it's going to be great. You know, we, we, we don't put matches on our shows that we're not excited about. And mm. as you said, you know, Max and, and Bowens just had this match with FTR that was out of this world. Max is such a great competitor and we're going to get to see it at Warrior. Oh yeah. that I can't wait to hear the crowd's reaction to all of it. It's going to be insane. Yeah. Last but not least, we have... Johnny Warrior, Johnny Impact, John Morrison, mm -hmm. a.k.a. a lot of different things, versus Sam Adonis for the Lucha title. Yes. And another thing that I love about Warrior Wrestling is, and I've said this before, there's a little bit of something for everybody. Yes. You, you got the fans of tag team. You got the, the, the slobber knocker type matches with Eddie Kingston and Warhorse. And now you got solid lucha action with uh, Johnny Warrior and Sam Adonis. Yeah, and people might look at those two guys and say, wait a second, those are two white guys, two Americans. People might, if you're not familiar with lucha, the two of them are two of the biggest stars in AAA, AAA down in Mexico, uh, mm -hmm. where Sam Adonis and, and John Morrison have teamed up, where he's Johnny Caballero uh, fighting the likes of Vikingo and Psycho Clown. They uh, just faced Kane Velasquez. Uh, they are two of the biggest stars in AAA, and they're both incredible at the American style and the lucha style. And so uh, this is going to be, it's the first time ever they faced each other one-on-one, -on -one, and it's possible. Sam's biggest challenge as Lucha champion because he's facing a guy like we talked about earlier with EC3. Morrison has been an impact. He's been in WWE. He's been in AEW. He's been in AAA. He's been all around the world and he is a fantastic in-ring wrestler. And so uh, this could be the end of Sam Adonis's reign potentially. And if Morrison wins, what a cool way to, to crown a new champion with uh, on, his, on his debut at Warrior Wrestling, dethroning okay. Sam and becoming the Lucha champ. Oh, yeah. No, you bring it up great. That would be one hell of a debut. And, you know, he's won titles literally everywhere he's gone. So w wouldn't it be cool to add Warrior Wrestling on top of it? Yeah, absolutely. Again, he's he's an intercontinental champion. He's a U.S. champion. He's a tag champion. He's been Impact World champion. He's been champion everywhere he's gone. And... um you know, and, and anybody who's watched John Morrison or Johnny Warrior as he's going by this time around knows what he's capable of. Oh, yeah. And, you know, he seems to have kind of come back into his own since uh, getting released by WWE because, you know, it's almost like the chains have been just taken off. Yep. And he's just, the sky's the limit. He's back with 
AAA doing amazing things down there. And actually, this we mentioned another promotion that I could be going to a show of there soon. He's going to be there with his wife, Taya Valkyrie. So, you know, them together, you know, they very famous down in AAA and doing Taya doing her thing with Impact right now. And Sam Adonis, again, like you mentioned, AAA doing amazing things down there. I'm excited. I do. You know, with me having been in uh, San Diego and how big the Lucha style is down there. Yes. You know, I become, oh man, this, between Eddie Kingston Warhorse and this match, mm, worth the price of the show by itself, if you ask me. Yeah, I, I, we really, as, as you've said in the past, we try to do um, do a little bit of everything. And again, you're going to have that slobber knocker. You're going to have those great characters clashing in Max Caster and Frank the Clown. You're going to have the great Lucha match. You're going to have up and coming tag match, a women's match. You're going to have, we haven't even talked about Mance Warner and Trevor Outlaw. Um, oh, I almost forgot about that one. Old Mancer is making his warrior wrestling debut. Hopefully he's going to dice up Trevor Outlaw. So we, we, you've got a little bit of everything. And so if you say, oh, I like the WWE characters and style. Come see EC3 and John Morrison. Oh, I like the the AEW stars, Eddie Kingston and Max Caster. Oh, Mm -hmm. I like a fight, Kingston Warhorse. Oh, I like tag action, slime season and technical difficulties. Mm -hmm. No matter what you like, there's something for you on this show. Oh, yeah. And you mentioned, you know, slicing up Trevor Outlaw. I kind of, another thing I mentioned on Twitter that I believe that runs your uh, Twitter like <laughs> I mentioned that that match is probably going to end up being sponsored by Home Depot with all the doors <laughs> and shit. Yeah, uh, we'll see what they do. Oh, man. And who knows, whichever one of the matches goes on first, whether it's this one or the uh, the Storm Grayson Max Caster match, maybe Frank the Clown won't even make it back for the one. You know, I'm hoping one of the two of them, either Manser or Max, uh, takes care of Frank. But I'm always hoping somebody takes care of Frank. Oh, yeah. Although, you know, to be quite honest, I mean, I witnessed it in St. Louis when, you know, there was that whole thing with him and Athena. It's mm-hmm. like as Athena walked in the room, he ran off. Same thing happened the last show. He ran off as soon as there was trouble. So you, you never know. It's like somebody's just going to have to catch him off guard. Yeah. You know, the, the day when someone finally gets Frank and he's been gotten a few times, you know, Mick Foley took care of him. Joey Janela took care of him as well, but it's been a long time since anybody's laid their hands on Frank. I think the last time was Lance Archer tossing him off the bleachers in the uh, summer of 21. So it's been at least a year and a half. Yeah. So he's, probably do yep (laughs) so like we mentioned pretty solid card top to bottom a little bit of everything for everybody you know got solid commentary team um and we will talk about this later and hopefully 
once the card for the next show after this comes out, we can get together, do this again. But you're already making some pretty big announcements for that one with the Takeshita and the Triple the A Mega Champion. Vikingo, yes. So again, talk about trying to bring in all the styles. If you like AEW or Japanese style, Takeshita's coming. If you like Lucha Libre or AAA, the, the Midwest debut of Vikingo, the man who has been a phenomenon. So, so if you're an American fan and you don't know uh, Lucha Libre very well, Vikingo is like Phoenix, but on crack. Yeah, that would be a good way to describe him. That is for sure. And man, you guys just keep on keep on bringing it solid shows and you know who that's just two people that are going to be on the card for that one who knows what else is going to come up there's there's a lot of cool stuff brewing that is going to be insane and i can't wait well anyways i know you got a little bit of a time crunch here so one again thank you once again for taking the time to talk to me today to go over like we said what's going to be a pretty solid card um and, you know, want to make sure this will be out before the show next weekend. So if you viewers, if you haven't ordered the show already, go to Pro Wrestling TV, order the show. You will not be disappointed. Thank you, my friend. It's great to talk to you. Great to see you. And I can't wait till uh, I don't know where it'll be, what show it will be. But the time I get to see you in person, shake your hand, give you a big hug. Oh, I can't wait. It'll I'm looking forward to it. All right, Mo, be well. We'll see you soon, my friend. You too. Bye.